Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know, church used to, is, is about fellowship, getting people together and focusing on one thing and feeling that kind of great. I'm not turning this biblical. I guess I am. But uh, <laughs> that, that feeling of camaraderie of doing things together, whether you're on the ice, on the field as part of the team or in the stands cheering them on, you're all part of that. You're all part of it. Hi, everybody. Uh, it is the Rod Peterson Show coming at you live from Ace Casino Airport in Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport. On a Thursday, it's episode number 1020 of your favorite daytime sports television show, Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, where we are Atlanta's NHL show uh, podcast and YouTube Live. Darren Moose DuPont is back in. Moose, thank you for rejoining us here in hour two of the program. Have you had, you've had like an hour to think about some of the topics that we brought up last hour and i just want to for those that are just tuning in across all 10 canadian provinces two territories and 31 u.s states what we've talked about is the blue jays playing a matinee today the rubber match in baltimore cfl week two opening tonight calgary at ottawa u.s open teeing off today the oakland a is moving no no matter how much you cry they're not stopping they're gone and the ottawa senators have been sold that's the main things but then we were talking about the Edmonton Elks being under fire and their head coach, Chris Jones, for the egregious and unprofessional tactics at a free agent tryout camp uh, held in P- Pasadena late April. It's led to the poll question today. Sorry to get windy here, Darren, but the poll question today for Key Auto Group is simply, is old school a thing of the past? That's what Jones has been, I guess, accused of here. Old school tactics? And uh, the player launched a complaint. And before I tell you more about Key Auto Group, Moose, have you thought more about this in your stance? Because uh, I said, no, it's not a thing of the past. What did you vote? I can't remember. I think I voted yes. You know, I, I, obviously yeah. there are old school things that um, are really important cornerstones and they need to stick around and they will. But like I think about, you know, I was thinking about it in the time off <clears throat> about my old high school football team. I used to, when I played high school football, we used to practice every morning five days a week at 7 a.m. till 8 a.m. And then at 8 a.m., you'd have to get rush, either rush home or rush into the school, shower, change, and be ready for class, you know, before 9 o'clock. And five days a week. And if you miss practice, you didn't play. You know, and we had that issue where we guys missed practice and they got benched and they were shocked, but they got benched and then they got better. And then we won a provincial championship that year. Now I go back and think Mm. about it, and I'm like, they're struggling so hard to get kids engaged, to get them to practice. They've moved from morning practices to afternoon practices. They've moved from everyday practices to like three days a week just to cater to the kids to make sure they can stay engaged. And I'm like, holy smokes, have times changed? And how do you win with that type of attitude? But they do because you have to find ways to communicate and get the most out of the players and make sure at least when they're there, 
that they are engaged and want to be there. You need to have, you know, athletes that want to be there on their terms. And it's, it's just changed. Of course. I don't know how much worse or better it is, but it's different. (laughs) Well, so to the poll question for key auto group, and by the way, get a newer pre-owned vehicle that fits you at key auto group. They'll treat you right every time. And it's all just to click away at keyautogroup.ca. 71% 71% of respondents saying, yes, old school is a thing of the past. That scares the bejeepers out of me because, as you just said, there are rules. If you don't follow the rules, there are consequences. End of story. That, to me, is what old school is because there's people writing in saying, what's old school necessarily? And uh, if people wonder why this even came up, the let's say 23 year old punter from the texas longhorn showed up to try out for the elks and he was launched a complaint because he had to set up his own pylons some players were asked to run the stopwatch and he had to wait seven hours before the punting portion tryouts were conducted he stood on the sidelines for seven hours some people pay thousands of dollars to stand on the grass for seven hours in pasadena california this guy's bitching about it and but having said that people have written into our website rodpeterson.com and said We get what you're saying, but would Mike O'Shea do this? Would Ryan Dinwiddie do this? And I'm thinking I understand that too. Because the one football coach that I talked to in the States today that's familiar with all these personalities we're talking about, he said the kids have changed uh, and O'Shea and those guys wouldn't do that. This wasn't, if you make the team of the Edmonton Elks, you're not going to be dehumanized daily. These players, we've often talked about it, Darren. you got to walk through fire. They would walk through fire or lay down in traffic for Chris Jones. His players love him. What went on in Pasadena, California is a test. And that punter failed it miserably. So before we move on, do you have any more? I, mean, I, could, t- I could talk about this all day. And I, I don't know, know that we would make like- any progress. I don't no, know. but maybe we should. <laughs> it's good. Like, it's great convo. And, like, the old school versus new school. And you need to adapt. I was around a junior hockey team where the players didn't like how hard the coach was on them. So they went to the team president and got the coach fired. Enough of the players said, we don't want to play for this guy anymore because he's too hard on us. It wasn't anything egregious. There was no abuse. There was no nothing like that. Because, I mean, those situations are completely different. But look at the good ones, like, John Tortorella, for example, there's a reason he's survived. You know, as an old school guy, I think he is. He's been able to adapt and grow and, and kind of change his message a little bit to relate to new school while still having some of those old school, um, you know, values. And I thought that Daryl Sutter had done that for a time in Calgary when they were having success a year ago. Um, obviously not enough because it didn't work this year with some of the new guys. But, you know, we need to evolve and grow and you know, you got to be able to apply some of those old school principles to the and, and communicate them in a new school way, if that makes sense. Uh, it's, I think you nailed it far better than I could have. And I said to that coach in the States, like, God bless you, brother, because why I don't know why you would want to put your fate in 30 to 40, 50 young men's hands. I would never do it. But God bless you. Somebody's got to. But we were talking about... Uh, something other entirely. Uh, we were talking about the mental health and addiction world, which he knew nothing about. So we all have our roles. The end. Um, 
To put a wrapper on something here, Dan in Saskatoon wrote in last hour, and I want to I want to just wrap this up. Uh, Dan said, "Morning, guys. Lots of media." in both Saskatchewan and Manitoba are missing out on the Keegan Colazar connection. His father is former Ryder bomber and NFL player Katie Williams. Pretty cool story. Uh, again, I was told by hockey people from Winnipeg, why are you bringing that up? And Michael Wynn, you know Michael from Ice Time Sports in Winnipeg, the sporting goods store. He has written us on Twitter, and he says, baseball player Charles Peterson is Keegan's father figure. He just recently passed away so thank you for the name it's a winnipeg thing i'm getting out of it we put it all to bed please and thank you um the progressive insurance text line is open 902-518-3033 what is on your sports mindset i've already said we're throwing an impromptu unofficial calgary stampeders watch party tonight shark club deerfoot meadows Calgary at Ottawa, 5 p.m. Mountain. Uh, that's where my think focus will be for the rest of the day. What's yours? What's your sports focus right now? You know what? I This show is, has gotten me more excited about the CFL game tonight. When I woke up this morning, I'll be honest, I wasn't thinking about it yet. And getting on the mm-hmm. air here and talking about it, it's got me excited for the game. So, to be honest, you shifted me to that. I was actually thinking more about, you know, U.S. Open golf a little bit. Um, in terms yep. of sports watching, and the Jays. I watched the Jays game last night. Um, I'm excited about that. But I think the CFL has kind of came up from third place into first place uh, because of this morning show. Well, and that's... <laughs> CFL fans and hockey fans got to have somewhere to come talk <laughs> every yeah. day. Let's make it here. Uh, game Plus Television in the Key. We are Atlanta's NHL show, by the way. There is... Somewhat breaking news coming out of the Wheat Province, the football capital of Canada. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders have listed quarterback Trevor Harris as a game-time decision versus the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Friday night football, I was told Trevor Harris will not play. And uh, people responding to that saying, and he shouldn't. It's the second game of the season. No sense in risking more trouble down the stretch. From Rennell, she says, good that he's not playing. They're only week two, and they're all over Trevor Harris there. Um, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, says everybody gets a participation trophy. It sucks. I'm just glad I'm not raising kids right now. That's what I'm happy about. I'm just happy it ain't me, because <laughs> I don't know how you... I don't. From Craig, our uh, director of scouting... Craig Smith. He says, good point, Darren. You need a combination of old school and new school. Some old school would not work today at all. Some of the old school I've seen is ridiculous. How demeaning, dehumanizing stuff is that? Making a guy wait seven hours to punt, I don't feel is worthy of a almost lawsuit saying that he had to endure this. Like, I... That's a little far, too, uh, Darren. And we were talking about broadcast earlier. Ryan in uh, Saratoga, New York, says, I think the layoffs, Bell Media whacking 1,300 employees yesterday. Ryan says, I think the layoffs go to show that traditional media will need to adjust for on-demand entertainment like this format. I feel sad for those who lost their jobs, but that's the way things are now. We can listen to slash watch Rod's show anytime. 
Same with my show. Appointment listening isn't a thing anymore unless you're a diehard. And unless you're talking about the games, because very few people tape the games and watch them. You do later for your Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thoughts? No. Um, I mean, Tennessee, well, talk about tape the game and watch them later. I mean, you, get, you have to watch sports live unless it's your team and you're really going to shut that off for a while. I mean, that's the only thing is my team, one team, one game. Big Blue Jays game, big Stanley Cup game. I'm probably not going back and rewatching that. Um, I may, I may, but um, it's impossible now with notifications and everything else. <laughs> um, but it's the one thing that's kind of, we said PVR proof, and, and even the young kids now don't know what a PVR is. You know, they've never used a PVR. So we'll say, you know, on-demand proof or YouTube proof or whatever you want to call it. Sports is the one section that uh, live really matters. Elam writes in, well, and it's an interest. We're going to play deal or no deal here right away, uh, CFL, because this is the last segment we have with Darren. But number one, Colin in Ottawa writes in, says, why are we having two rivalry games in week two in the CFL, Riders, Bombers, and Argos, Ticats? The season should start with interdivisional games and save rivalry games for the fall. Elam writes it and says, should the CFL be concerned about TV ratings being down over week one? I think they should, uh, their knees should be knocking considerably. And it's 60 seconds or less. And what they should do is look in the mirror and wonder why. That's what they should do. I don't think they will because nobody does in sports. They want to point fingers at everybody else. That's life. But I think they should be worried. Do you? I agree. I agree. And, and that's, you know, that's, man, we're full of life lessons today, but that's the big one is when yes, things are, are going wrong, you need to look at yourself first and say, what am I doing wrong? What am I not doing? Not what's he doing? What's he doing? Who's the prime minister? Who's the president? You know, no, what am I doing wrong? Because other people in the same climate are having success. So, um, yeah, they should be a little concerned that TV numbers are down. I hope streaming numbers are up and aren't included, but, um, Hey, the season just started, and the product's been good one weekend. Give it a chance. People will jump back on board, and it'll grow. They were going against the Stanley Cup final, too. That, so. too. Okay, Moose. Ah. Here we go. Don't have any other time to do it than now. We're going to play CFL Deal or No Deal for our exclusive betting partner. You're like, the kid. You're, you're like the kid getting dressed in the van on the way to hockey practice. That's exactly <laughs> what I am. And the crown stayed in Florida. So here is the uh, most interesting-looking king you've ever seen. For Bet Regal, the official betting the everyman of the king. show. The everyman king. Dun, 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 dun. We're going to play Deal or No Deal Week 2 edition for our exclusive betting partner, BetRegal.ca. I'll give the betting lines from Bet Regal, and the moose will decide whether he wants to take the bet or not. Week 1 opens Thursday night with the Calgary Stampeders at the Ottawa Red Blacks. The Stamps are favored by 6.5 on the road. They haven't lost there since 2015. Deal or no deal? No deal. Ottawa will cover the spread. I don't know if they'll win, though. I'll take the deal. Friday night, Winnipeg Blue Bombers at Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Winnipeg favored by six and a half. Doesn't look like Trevor Harris will play for Sask. Deal or no deal? Yeah, easy deal for me. They'll win by more than a touchdown. Approved. That's two of us. Saturday, the Edmonton Elks at the BC Lions. LL Cool J is going to open up the show. Lions are favored by seven at home. Deal or no deal? 
Uh, deal. I, I love the energy around that Lions home opener and Amar Dolman. Um, I'm going with the Lions. Approved. That's two of us. And Sunday, Hamilton at Toronto. Many feel it's the game of the week. Bo Levi's Ticats favored by two at Chad Kelly's Argos. Deal or no deal? No deal. I'm going with the defending champs. They're still the champs till somebody beats them. Argos. I'm going to go with the Ticats and my buddy Bo to cover at BMO. Thanks for nice. playing, Moose, and you have a great day. We'll talk you at you later. Too. All right, Kevin the Medium joining us in next. And on the way, Scott Laughlin from Sirius XM NHL Radio. We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose, they stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant. Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket just $9.99. Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ace Casino Airport is our Calgary home for the RP Show. By the way, Calgary's best attended Sunday afternoon poker tournament is right here with 75-inch TVs at every table. You can get your fill of sports and poker all in one location. Ace Poker, changing the poker landscape. Uh, would now be the time to do a sports update. Toronto Blue Jays looking to build off a strong outing from pitcher Jose Barrios as they wrap up a three-game series with the Orioles this afternoon in Baltimore. Barrios took a no-hitter into the seventh in Toronto's 3-1 win Wednesday night. And the Canadian men's soccer team looks to move within one win of its first trophy in 23 years. The Canadians face Panama in CONCACAF Nations League semifinal play tonight in suburban Las Vegas. The winner will face either the USA or Mexico in Sunday's final. This sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters, July 12th, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. In Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Tom Cruise plays Ethan Hunt and his IMF team embarks on their most dangerous mission yet to track down a terrifying new weapon that threatens all of humanity before it falls into the wrong hands. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1 in Landmark Cinemas, July 12th. Okay, which turned into a big... CFL day here today. The hockey season's over. The NBA season's over. We talked about last night's CEBL games. We have our sales uh, coordinator here, Kevin the Medium, Kevin Hughes. We have, I'm very proud that we have thrown together an impromptu watch party tonight for the Calgary Stampeders. Yes, we have a table booked down at uh, Shark Club Deerfoot Meadows, which is in the southeast of Calgary. So if you're around, drop by, tell them you're here with the Rod Peterson Show, and they will make you locate us Maybe yes locate us come on down <laughs> come on down um so lang writes in and says i'm enjoying the bet regal deal or no deal gimmick right <laughs> so am i so am i actually um i was really hoping you brought the crown with you because i want to see that thing in real in in live it you can't tough, handle man. the truth <laughs> I was afraid to travel with it. I don't blame you. That thing looks like you it's would It's majestic. Get, you'd get mugged. It is no Burger King cardboard crown. Uh, the crown has stayed in Florida. It's rightful home. And I'm uh, wearing this in its place throughout the summer months here in Calgary. Uh, the breaking news today before we talk about that Calgary-Ottawa game tonight. Trevor Harris listed by the riders apparently as a game time decision for friday night's game against the uh, winnipeg blue bombers at mosaic stadium but i was told this morning harris won't play from uh, the audience the account is straight out of bed that's the account it says judging by the last play of the game on sunday glad to see the idiocy of the rider coaching staff is intact they're trying to kill the clock. Well, you're a football guy. You wrote about this on your column. Why don't you talk about it? They rolled him out late in the game, killed the clock, and they got their quarterback killed. We talked about this this morning before we went on air. It was just one of those plays where you just shook your head and said, what kind of play call is that? Um, the, yeah, I get it. You want to kill the clock. 
drop back five feet and throw the ball as far and as high as you can. This rolling out puts your quarterback into a position where he could get hurt. And the worst case scenario happened, he got hurt. Um, from what I read, uh, it looks like it was a head coach decision and he overruled the OC. So it literally is going to fall on the head coach. The Progressive Insurance text line is open, 902-518-3033. I just want to say uh, one thing, and Kevin's on a roll here. And don't let me get let you get out of here before you talk about your big weekend and what you got coming up here. But Kevin is a football guy far more so than me. I mean, I was in the CFL for 20 years, but I never played the game. So I'm not comfortable criticizing football coaches in game strategy. I'm just not, because I haven't done it before. Hockey, different story. Played it, coached it, refed it, commentated it, inside out. And after two years of finally doing this show, people have realized Rod is a hockey guy. He knows what he's talking about. Nobody comes at me anymore with my hockey takes because they know that I know what I'm talking about. Yes. But I've always stayed away from the football commentary. But you're from Vancouver, born and raised, played the game. You're more of a football guy. So you don't have a problem criticizing a coach or a call. When you see something yeah. like that, I mean, we're at a game together, and you know when I, when I see something, I'm like, well, that was just a dumb play call. Yeah. I'll call it out. It's just the way I am. Well, I appreciate you doing that. Um, Dave Salima in Niagara Falls, watching on Game Plus Television right now, says, hi, guys. Any chance any Leafs follow Kyle Dubas? Like... Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews? Obviously, that's not the topic of today, but it is a morning coffee table discussion. This is funny. This is like us sitting in a coffee shop. Coffee row, as they will. We have a lot of them in Saskatchewan. Do you have them here in Alberta? Old guys sitting around talking hockey, uh, sports? Any A&W you go to <laughs> anywhere that. I joke because I have these in Florida. I've had them in Arizona. It's like sitting there, six guys talking about CFL football. Yes. And all of a sudden, ring, the door, the door opens, guy sits down. You guys think the Leafs are going to lose players to Dubas? <laughs> Not your fault, Dave. Not your fault. But let's put it this way. They might have to follow Dubas to Pittsburgh because their time in Toronto might be done when their contracts are up. So, yes, I think that they might. Thanks for the question. Uh, Trevor Tim. Trevor is in Red Deer. And he writes in and says, I've lost all interest in the CFL. I used to watch every game, but the game and live events are boring. CFL must work on marketing. Try something new. I don't agree with that because I turned off my radio at halftime of the Winnipeg-Hamilton game the other day when Winnipeg was destroying the Tiger Cats. I'm like, oh, this is over. I find out it was a seven, eight-point spread at yes, the end they, of the game. They came back in the third, fourth quarter. That and CFL product's great. I get really irritated when I hear someone say the CFL game is boring because it literally is the most exciting sport on the planet, in my view. Um, can the CFL do a better job marketing? We could go on for four hours about what they could do marketing. That's obvious. But um, as far as the game goes, the game is second to none. It's really good. So I, I, it's not Trevor's fault. It's his opinion. He's allowed but, to be wrong. Right, well, he's allowed to say whatever he wants. But I watch these sports, Canadian sports networks. There's no talk, no coverage of Calgary, Ottawa tonight or the CFL. So it's, in, in a way, it's their fault. In a way, it's the CFL's fault. But all you can do is do your little part. Um, 
The poll question today, I'm interested to get your take on this. It's for Key Auto Group, as it always is, and it's, is old school a thing of the past? Because we're talking about Chris Jones and this Texas Longhorns punter that showed up at his camp in Pasadena, California, was offended, was had to endure and suffer through standing on the sidelines for seven hours waiting for the punting portion of the workout to be held. He had to set up the cones, didn't have his own water. Wow. And what else? Some players had to run their own stopwatch. So Hank is watching in the Queen City. He says, good character guys except an old school coach. It's a good point from Hank. He's like, if you, the kind of players you want will respond to that. The kind of players you don't want don't. And uh, will. Or is that just an old school way of thinking? Philip. I want to get to the bottom of it today and not necessarily say who's right or wrong. Do you know what I mean? I, well, there, I don't think this is a right or wrong answer. It's one of those, you, everybody's going to have a different opinion. We can go back to Sutter being the coach of the Flames. He was an old school coach trying to coach new school players. It doesn't work. Um, is football that far behind the, the NHL that we can still have an old school coach coaching new school players? I don't know. Um, football's a little bit different than hockey, obviously. Um, but players nowadays are not the same as they were 20 years ago. Well, and that's the point is with this coach I talked to in the States this morning. He's like, he goes, Jones needs to change. This was another way of looking at it than what I was. He goes, these players aren't going to change. So Jones is going to need to change those workouts. And he said, Mike O'Shea would not do this. The Winnipeg coach, Ryan Dinwiddie, would not run a camp like that in Toronto. But there's also different ways of doing things. Yes. Right? What's so, right? What's wrong? I'll, right. We'll find Who, out. It all comes out in the wash. Yes. It sure looks like Mike O'Shea knows what he's doing. Let's talk at the end of the season and see who's, who's leading the scoreboard. And that's the other thing with that game in Edmonton on Sunday, which we were at. We were talking with the Elks people before the game, and they were very excited about their talent. And they went out and lost 17-13. And the coach and I agreed this morning that game had nothing to do with talent. It had to do with their own coaching. That was a winnable game, I thought. Uh, I mean, when you have the ball on the one-yard line first and 10 and you don't put the ball in the end zone. Three times. Three times. Um, and you're basically running the same play three times. you got to try something different. That's the thing. Edmonton, I guess, didn't need this coverage with regards to the player complaining. <laughs> Um, Jack in Alberta says, I agree with Rod. Chris Jones was testing the character of these young men. We'll, when we'll go the distance for the better good. Um, anyways, Wilf in Steinbeck, Manitoba says, who is that punter kicking for now? The one that thinks he's special. <laughs> Nobody. If he was kicking for somebody, we wouldn't be having this conversation. It's to me when I read it, the first my first impression was, sounds like the kid's whining. <laughs> yes. Um, I hope this person can change their name from straight out of bed. That's their account on YouTube, <laughs> straight out of bed. But says, oh my God, Edmonton should have won that game. Honestly, they should have, but they didn't. And for you Edmonton fans, you people in Edmonton. At least you're not getting blown out. I was at games last year in Edmonton. They were getting destroyed. It was over at halftime. So they are getting better, incrementally getting better. That you're either going forwards or backwards in life. They are going forwards, but you can't rush this stuff. And that's a blown game. And I don't know if they're going to finish higher than fifth. They're getting better. 
but not as fast as you'd like to see. Rob in BC writes in and says, the guy's right, the CFL does an awful job of getting its message out. Every once in a while, they do something right. Like the TSN, what we're made of promo. Well, I think that is a uh, was a CFL ad, not a, a TSN ad uh, for the Canadian Football League, but what else? Your BC Lions home to Edmonton Saturday night. LL Cool J in the house. Yeah. You wish you were there. Wish I was there. It's going to be 40,000 plus. Um, Jake and I were actually looking at the Ticketmaster to see tickets that are available. If there was a couple hundred blue left on the lower, bo lower bowl, blue being direct sell, um, that would be a lot. There was some red, still some red resells. Um, and then they've opened up the upper bowl. So I'm guessing 45,000. That's my uh, uh, the Lions favored at home by seven over Edmonton. Deal or no deal? Oh, deal. You think they're going to destroy him? Oh, I think uh, BC, with Vernon Adams, the way he performed against Calgary uh, was phenomenal in my books. Yes, I'm a homer. I'm a BC fan. But I, I'm thinking 14, 15 points. Dougal Cameron writes in from Calgary on the 902 Progressive Insurance text line, and he says, you can take the Sask boy out of the province, but you can't take the Sask out of the boy. Nice crown, Rod. He is referring to my... Well, you don't wear ball caps in Alberta? Before, I only have 500 of them. Before so. we let you go... And we bring in Scott Laughlin from SiriusXM NHL Radio. Your big weekend. Yes, we're doing a, um, with my other hat, Kevin the Medium, I'm doing an expo over at Genesis Place in Calgary over in Falconridge in the Northeast. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you're around, stop by, say hello. Uh, should be, I think there's 95 different vendors, just under 100 different vendors from well-being to spiritual, everything in between. See you there. It sounds like that's, yes. What? You will be there. I'll be there. I might be there multiple days. So you come and look for Rod. He, he's hard to miss. For the people, uh, for the people that want to talk NHL, you're in luck. We're doing it next. Get your questions and comments uh, ready for Scott Laughlin. We're live from Ace Airport Casino and Hotel Clay Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Beautiful day in the foothills. We're live from Ace Casino Airport now. Open daily 
And what else do you need to know? Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport is situated right next door. It's our Calgary home. We're switching gears, as I said, talking hockey now. Excited to bring in our good friend Scott Laughlin from Sirius XM NHL Radio. Hey, Scotty. Uh, the viewers do and listeners do have questions for you. But mine is simply this. Golden Knights in five over Florida. What did you uh, feel about that Stanley Cup final, which wrapped up Tuesday night? Well, Rod, I thought it was a little bit disappointing because we all anticipated at least a six or a seven game series. I had Vegas winning in six beforehand. I think you had a certain amount of pushback from the Florida Panthers as you expected to get. But the reality was was that Vegas was the ultimate definition of a team. We talk about them being able to, to be deep up front. Any one of six or seven guys could beat you in any given night. You look at them on the back end, they could play White Cloud and Hague as their third defensive pairing, just as equally as they could play their top defensive pairing, too. And then you got Big 33 between the pipes, who's about ready to, to get a bit of a pay hike from the Golden Knights or from somebody else. And he made all the timely saves. So I think it was an intriguing Stanley Cup final from the standpoint that there were plenty of storylines to discuss. Uh, but I think it was a little bit disappointing in the fact that we didn't see six or seven games in a lengthier, more competitive series in the end. I agree on all of that, but the best team did win, and for that reason, we should be happy. But your comments there just made me a whole bunch of more questions have flooded my mind here. So I'll start with this one. David Niagara Falls wants to know if some Leafs players will follow Kyle Dubas to Pittsburgh. Any thoughts on that? Have you kicked that around? Well, I think there's no doubt he'd like to have some of those guys play for the Penguins next season and beyond. But the reality is, is that Pittsburgh is cash strapped right now. Pittsburgh doesn't have a lot of wiggle room as far as the cap goes. I think Dubas knows that going into that situation, that there are only certain maneuvers that he's going to be allowed to make here. I would look for them to probably try and upgrade the blue line. We know that they're committed uh, to the big four. Uh, when you talk about the guys, the big three, actually, when you talk about Malkin and Crosby uh, and Chris Letang, certainly, those guys are going to go out arm-in-arm arm together, as it turns out. Uh, but the reality is, is I think that they're going to look to upgrade on defense. I also wonder about what they're going to do in goal, Rod, because you've got Tristan Jari, uh, who is 28 years of age. He's a quality goaltender when he's healthy. That's been the big bugaboo for him, though, of course, has been the injury bug. And how does he overcome it? When he's been healthy, he's been productive. You can't trust him, though. And now that he's a, a UFA, soon-to-be UFA, I think they're going to move on and address that goaltending situation a little bit further. That's the number one priority, as far as I can tell, with the Pittsburgh Penguins. A flood of questions for you, Scotty. I'll try to get to them all on the time allotted. And some comments, too, from Med says such an anticlimactic Stanley Cup final. It is. Let's get over it. It's summertime. <laughs> but on the topic of goaltending, what is your take on Connor Hellebuck in Winnipeg? What's going to happen there? I would look to see some sizable movement in Winnipeg. And Kevin Chevaldeoff, I look at it this way, Rod. I'm not sure how you feel about it. But I look at Chevy as being this offseason's version of Brad Trilliving. Uh, he has to do damage control with his roster. He's been backed into a corner. We know that a couple of guys won out, namely Hellebuck and uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, I say Hellebuck just because he's unwilling to extend with the Jets now. So that tells you all you need to know, that he doesn't want to be there over the long haul. And right now is his chance to move on and, and go somewhere else. So I think there's no question in my mind that Hellebuck should be moved this offseason. Uh, I think that Brad Trilliving admits that he kind of got burned a little bit, pardon the pun, when he was with the Calgary Flames because Johnny Gaudreau said, you know, I'm going to just uh, entertain offers. They gave him more money and they gave him more term than Columbus ultimately offered up. Uh, but he decided that he was going to go play in the United States. So I think Brad's learned from all that. 
Uh, I think he's going to work towards something with Austin Matthews in Toronto. We'll see where that goes. But as far as Hellebuck goes, as far as Dubois goes, as far as Shifley goes, as far as Wheeler goes, can they get a taker on the eight and a quarter million that a guy who's 36 years of age? Not really sure that that's going to happen. And oh, by the way, the buyout window officially opens up tomorrow too for those that are interested in partaking in that sort of thing. So I would look for some movement for sure from the Winnipeg Jets. I think Kevin Shemeldayoff has no choice uh, in the matter, I think that he's been backed into a corner, and I think he's going to have to move Hellebuck here during the offseason. Ideally, you'd want to get something for the future back, but you also need a goaltender, of course, to stop the puck as early as next season. He's a fantastic one. He found Hellebuck. He'll find another, but you're right. It's not good times in Winnipeg right now. Uh, remind me about tree living in the flames. I'll come back to that. But from Lang writes in and says, what's going to happen with Matt Vemishkov in slash after the draft? What is your take? This is the, the should go yeah. number two to Bedard, we think. But what do you think is going to happen to this Russian superstar? Yeah, you go back to the U18s a couple of years ago, and Michkov and Bedard were the stars of the show down there in Texas. And it was like, who's you know who's going to be the top pick, Bedard, Michkov? I think from what we've seen, first and foremost, recency bias tells us Bedard, hands down, is the number one. You're right, though. In any given year, if this was a normal-type situation, Michkov would go number two. Uh, he's under contract until 2026 over in the Continental Hockey League. And so I think for that reason, I think he's going to slide down the draft board. The question is, though, Rod, how far down does he get? I think he has to get to a team that is ripe with prospects, ripe with good young players at the NHL level and coming up through the system. I think about a team like Buffalo at number 13. If he falls down to 13, with the Sabres stockpiling all these picks and prospects over the years, They've got a good young hockey team. Could they wait till 2026 for a potential superstar and Michkov to come over to play for them? I think that they could. They take that 22-year-old just like Washington did years ago and waiting for Kuznetsov to come by, and they reap the benefits of all that too. So I think he's going to fall down the draft board, and I think he's going to fall to a team like Buffalo that's got a good young roster makeup already. They can afford to maybe take a couple of years to wait for him to come over because they're ripe with good young players right now. Or he's going to fall to a team that's got multiple first-round draft picks. You think about a team like Philadelphia at 7 and 22 now by virtue of the 22 that they picked up in that three-team deal that took place last week with Columbus and Los Angeles. So, again, a team that's got some time to wait, like a Buffalo, because they're good and they're young right now, or a team that's got multiple first-round picks. That's as far as I see him falling. Man, I love this, Scott. This is like you're in the batting cage, and they're just, you know, a batting practice. You're just crushing them over the fence one after another. The scouts have told me, and I've asked about Mishkov, they're like, we got guys watching him. He's all that. So if it wasn't for that contract thing, he probably would go second overall. Yeah. But you do bring in the wonderful, interesting wrinkle on the contract thing there. But if he wants to play in the NHL, I'm sure he will play in the NHL. My last one for you is a biggie. I was speaking at a cattlemen's association on the weekend, and two guys said to me, why would the Leafs hire Brad Tree Living after he screwed up the Flames? And I'm like, who are you listening to? How did that get out there? I'm like, aren't you listening to our shows? Or Scott Laughlin on Sirius XM NHL Radio? How, is that a narrative you've heard anywhere? Because I haven't. Till that. No, it 
Yeah, if that's the narrative you're hearing, Rod, we, we know that is false. Uh, we know that from a general manager standpoint, I think given the situation, Brad Trilliving did as good a job as could humanly be possibly expected uh, going back to last offseason. Again, when you've got Johnny Gaudreau saying, I want to go play in the U.S., now is there a mistake there in letting him walk away without getting any asset back in return, without knowing ultimately the way it was going to play out beforehand? Maybe. Maybe there was too much there, and maybe Brad just thought, we're going to give him more money and more term than anybody in the U.S. can offer him. He's going to elect to stay here. It's not half bad here at Calgary. Maybe you can criticize him for that. But beyond that, though, you've got a player that you stepped up to the plate on. He elected to go play in the United States. Second to that, Matthew Kachuk, what do you think? Are you going to extend with us? No? Okay. We're moving you out, and we're going to bring in a guy who had the same amount of points as Johnny Gaudreau had last year. So Matthew Kachuk got what he wanted. I think Brad made the best of a, a tough situation in getting what he got back in return. Jonathan Huberto, uh, arguably, I think most down there in South Florida would concede he's the best player in Panthers franchise history. He's going to bounce back under Ryan Huska. I don't think there's any question in that. Uh, Mackenzie Weger was probably the best defenseman at the recent World Hockey Championship and the gold medal win for Canada. So I think that they're just going to be fine. Uh, I think that Calgary is a talented team, and I think the outgoing general manager has left Craig Conroy with a whole lot to work with. If you look at who was to blame for the flame situation last season, you'd have to look at the outgoing coach. It hurts to say that. Daryl's been a winning coach, no doubt. There were some missteps last season. There was a discord amongst the room, amongst some of the star players, namely Huberto, who they committed over the, the long haul to with a whole lot of money about to come his way. So I don't think that anything that happened with the Flames last season is on the outgoing general manager. I think that it's on the relationship that the coach had, had being the key word with his dressing room. I think that fell apart, and that's where the Calgary Flames fell apart and missed the playoffs last season. Great answer. Well, now I'm I'm stuck on greatest Panther of all time because, and you've been down there, you need to come down and spend a little more time. They still like to talk about Pavel Bure. They still like to talk about Yarmir <laughs> Yager. There's quite a few that still love Huberdeau, but, but Matthew Kachuk certainly had a wonderful first year in Florida, and everybody's very happy he's going to be there for a long time. Scott, fast but fantastic as always. Enjoy the summer, buddy. Hope we can do it again soon. All right, look forward to it. Thanks for having me as always, Rod. Sirius XM NHL Radio's Scott Laughlin. We'll be back with audience takeover right after this. We're live from Ace Airport Casino and Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, where we are Atlanta's NHL show, podcast, and YouTube Live. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com. 19 plus, use your game sense. It's the overtime segment. It's what we call uh, viewer and audience takeover, and we got a lot of interesting 
comments here, and uh, we go back and forth, football, hockey, hockey, football. Sometimes I wonder why we even try to talk anything else. But I will say this on the Sports on Tap schedule for today, brought to you by the Shark Club Deerfoot Meadows, where we're going to have our impromptu CFL Stampeders watch party tonight. Here is your sporting schedule. Dun, dun, dun. Blue Jays, Orioles, tied 1-1, bottom of the third inning. In Baltimore, rubber match of that game. Tonight, week two in the CFL opens, Calgary at Ottawa, Stamps favored by six and a half. And in the Canadian Elite Basketball League, the expansion, Winnipeg Sea Bears are home to the Brampton Honey Badgers at Canada Life Centre in Winnipeg. So if you're in those markets, get out and go to the games. Mike Yates in Swifty writing in with an interesting comment on the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. He says, I'm wondering if Jack Eichel getting traded and winning the cup makes Connor McDavid think of remaining in Edmonton or also asking for a trade. Well, a couple things. I think if McDavid hasn't by now, he won't. I mean, you have to understand what we're hearing out there is a heck of a lot of bunk. But um, yeah, I'd heard that when this contract is up for McDavid, he's gone. I think he's got one year left on his contract. I heard that he will be gone after this season. But that's just, I heard it here in Calgary from NHL people who might have an axe to grind with the Edmonton Orders or Connor McDavid. But these are two different things. Jack Eichel's American, habitually reported to have had a bad attitude, couldn't play in Buffalo. The relationship there with the Sabres had soured. Quite obviously, look at his way out of town. He was trashing them. The fans were trashing Eichel. That was just a bad scene. It's nowhere the same with Connor McDavid. He's beloved in Edmonton. They've made two straight playoff runs. I don't think McDavid wants out of there anytime soon. When you're asking about asking for a trade, I don't think that's going to happen. I have heard when his contract's up, he's going to sign elsewhere. Because I literally said to the guy that told me that, I said, where's he going to sign? Oh, somebody just wrote in and said, Connor has three years left. Oh, look at that. Well, do, do you think that he will be asking for a trade? It's going to my U.S. phone, by the way. Whoever's <laughs> texting in, it's going to my other phone, but it's coming up on my laptop. He's got three years left. And Leon has two. It's a good point. I guess what I was told was when his contract's up, he'll be signing elsewhere, but not asking for a trade. That's all what I hear. Regarding Trevor Harris being a game-time decision, that's what the Riders listed him as for Friday night's game against Winnipeg, and me being told that he won't be playing because of injury. Sustained late in uh, the week one win at Edmonton. Rick in Martinsville writes in, and says the Riders management team has once again fumbled. You keep four quarterbacks and use the star on this play. Just one of Dickey's many bad calls over the years. He's referring to Craig Dickinson. He goes, he may be a nice guy, but is simply overmatched as a head coach. I'm guessing this management team from top to bottom when the Riders don't make the playoffs. Sad it has come to this. Now, interestingly enough, Mike Stackhouse on Twitter, the guy that writes for our website, rodpeterson.com, freelance writer and broadcaster, has says on Twitter, Kevin Shevelday off 
the GM of the Winnipeg Jets. And Craig Dickinson, the head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, are both nice men. Both are bad at their jobs and escape criticism because they're nice. That's his, that's his take. So I don't know. On one hand, I feel bad reporting what I hear. On the other hand, they ain't paying me. So I'll report what I hear. <sighs> what else do we got going on here? 902-518-3033. The progressive insurance text line. I just saw this on Twitter, incidentally. Thank you, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, for writing this in. He says, it's true, the Albany Empire are no longer a member of the NAL. It's the National Arena League, right? He says, Antonio Brown has allegedly not paid his share of the league operating costs and has made detrimental public comments about the league. Therefore, as of 1 p.m. Eastern, the Empire are no more. Players are released from their contracts and are free agents. So we uh, call that a dispersal draft. <laughs> Isn't that Antonio Brown something? He just got his team kicked out of the league. Is that all that it takes? Unpaid bills? We never heard anything. It's funny. I was thinking of this the other day. Antonio Brown was to sign up for the team that he owns, the Albany Empire, on that Saturday. I go three Saturdays ago. And then we've heard nothing from that team or league since until today. And they've been kicked out of the league, the National Arena League. Last minute of play in the RP show. Ryan in Toronto says, what a great segment with Scott Laughlin. Said he's like hockey GBT. What's that? It's the AI chat model. I have no idea. English, please. Artificial engine. Oh, tech. Yeah, that's on me. I should know this stuff. Thanks, producer Clark. Tomorrow, we have for sure Bruce Dobigan coming down on a football Friday. We'll be talking about tonight's CFL game, Calgary at Ottawa, which we'll have our impromptu watch party tonight at Deerfoot Shark Club, Deerfoot Meadows Shark Club. Anybody else tomorrow, Clark, besides Dobigan? Oh, great. Derek Dennis, the bone crusher. If he's in town, let's get him down here. Oh, tomorrow's going to be great. Enjoy your sports, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow noon Eastern right here. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save